Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help with home, life, auto, or business needs. Phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Walk-ins are always welcome at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. Steve Spinks, the head coach of the Cascade Cadets football team. He's on his, he's in his second year on the job, and he is bringing the Cascade football program back. They really are a, a program on the rise. And so we're going to talk with Coach Spinks about what he is doing to bring uh, football back at Cascade. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get right to it. My conversation with Cascade head football coach, Steve Spinks. Coach, thanks for being with us. This is really exciting, and we're excited to talk with you each week. Anytime. I'm pumped up. All right, so uh, let's take a look back. Your first year at Cascade, I really felt watching from afar that this program came a really long way in one year. What say you? Well, I appreciate that. We uh we had some definite issues. We had some, some things, some, you know, just small things to overcome that I felt that were easy to fix. Uh, we got a hold of those, fixed them up. Kids played hard. They bought into what we talked about, which is uh, answer the bell. That's kind of our, our slogan for the program. Um, get up, continue to fight no matter what the situation is. And uh, the kids bought into that and fought hard no matter what, um, week to week. You know, the record was three and eight, so uh, that doesn't speak a ton of volumes. But as you said, I mean, there were definite positives, uh, week-to-week, game-to-game that we could build on going into this season. So for people who may not be familiar, this is their introduction to Cascade football. How did you end up being the head coach at Cascade? (laughs) Great question. I was uh, standing in the hallway at uh, Whiteland Community High School, and the head coach there is Darren Fisher. He is a former Cascade cadet. Uh, He coached in the early 90s, and uh, he knew that, that, you know, my, my want to for being a head coach and he uh, came up to me and said, "Hey, I got uh, I got just a job for you to apply for." <laughs> and I said, "Oh yeah, well, what's that?" And he said, uh, "Cascade uh, Cascade High School." And I, <laughs> to, to be perfectly honest with you, Rob, I went, "Well, where, where is that?" I, <laughs> I didn't really know. Uh, he said, "Well, it's about ten minutes west of Plainfield, and um, you know, great community, great great administration, all that kind of stuff." And I uh, got into the uh, to the process. Uh, a lot of you know beat out a lot of really good candidates or a lot of, a lot of really good people just kind of showed you when I looked at the list of, at some of the people that applied, just kind of what this job would mean, what mean to people and what they know it can be uh, and what it will be. Um, so anyway, yeah, getting to that, that, that's exactly how it happened. I mean, he approached me just randomly. I'll never forget it uh, in the hallway. And I said, okay, looked into it. And about a month or two later, I was head coach at Cascade. Did you want to be a head football coach? Yeah, absolutely. And and Darren knew that. Like I said, Darren was the head coach at Cascade. He's won the only sectional in, in school history. Um, and he knew my desire for that. So he approached me and I told him, I said, and Darren's the head of the uh, coaches association. So, you know, he gets first wind about just about everything. I said, hey, if you, you ever hear about a good job, you let me know. And, and, and that's literally, that was the first and only time that he approached me about a job. And and here we are. 
All right, so take us through what you do your first year taking over a new program. It was a program that, as we mentioned, three and eight, but it came a long way. What do you do? Because you're kind of just starting from scratch with this program. Yeah, yeah, we're just kind of kind of getting things going. Uh, uh, the, the previous coach and I have, uh, like offensively, for instance, we just have diff- differing philosophies on things. So, um, you know, there was a lot to do as far as installation. Uh, kind of, you know, when I went through the interview process, I kind of talked to him about certain things that I want to see in year one, certain things I want to see by year five, certain things I want to see by year 10. Um, so, you know, one of the first things is really uh, getting a hold of the youth program, um, you know, being being available for those kids, showing your face, and we've got a great youth program, um, you know, letting those kids know that, hey, you know, I'm the guy that that you're going to play for in the future, getting them excited about Cascade football. Um, and same thing with the middle school. So that's kind of one and two right there. And then obviously the, the, the challenge that's, you know, six inches in front of your face is, is trying to win with the kids uh, that you currently have available. Um, you know, getting the upperclassmen to buy in uh, is a big job, trying to get them to buy in and believe in what, you, you know, what I believe in. Again, uh, speaking with speaking with Steve Spinks, the head coach of the Cascade Cadets football team. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Go ahead, coach. Continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, just just kind of ensuring that everybody's on the same page. Uh, getting the numbers up is a big is something that I think is huge. Um, as I look at you know our kids play both ways. So we've got a kid you know he, he plays running back and then he's got to turn around and go play linebacker. So in my mind. I think getting the numbers above 60, I know some people will probably hear that at a 2A and ha-ha, you know, they'll laugh. I think it's doable. we got a lot of people, enough people in this community and in this, in this area that love, just love the game of football. So I think it's definitely doable. We do that. Um, that was another, you know, area that I really wanted to focus on. So, again, you kind of just get about four or five things that you really want to hit home with, and you you attack those early on and then kind of spread the wealth as time goes on. Okay, Coach, so let's talk about a couple of areas where you feel you guys really improved last year. And, again, I say this. I did follow the team for for most of the year uh, from afar. It felt like to me that the the team got better in a whole bunch of areas. Uh, Where were the biggest improvements? Um, well, the big, I, I would say that confidence is number one. Um, we, we, early on, you know, we, we were not overly confident. We didn't, re, we didn't really have much confidence in ourselves. Um, I think that that was kind of area number one um, in, in the improvement section. Uh, number two, strength. Um, I'm also the APC teacher. Our kids got stronger as the year went on. I'm a big believer. You know, we live through the season. Um, I, I preach playing your best ball by the time we get to the playoffs. You know, we, um, I kind of look at the season as a, you know, you have 14 games, it's 14 rounds. Uh, so it's a fight each week and you don't win every round. Sometimes it's okay. You know, if you kind of equate everything to a boxing match, you're not going to win every round, but, uh, you know, you got to answer the bell. Like we talk about, get up and keep fighting. So our kids really bought into that aspect of it. Um, and I, I mean, just outside of strength and confidence, really, those were the two things that we really wanted to, to pursue. Uh, if we could get those two to improve, I felt like that we would have a positive on the year. And I think that we really vastly improved in both of those areas. All right. So let's look ahead to 2017. Did you see an, an, an increase in enthusiasm this year? Did you accomplish part of what you wanted to, which is to get more kids coming out for the team? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now we're at uh, 47 on the team. So <laughs> get, get closer and closer to that magic number that I want, which, which is to be over 60. Um, but, yeah, we're getting more kids to come out. Um, also, our student body was incredible last year um, with, with, with helping us out, backing us up at games. We have the, the black hole was something that I, that I wanted to have at each game. Our colors, you know, are black and Columbia blue. So we have a, essentially a blacked out section, Oakland Raiders style. Our kids paint their faces. They go nuts. And uh, we did a really, really cool thing with that. And the kids jumped all over the, at Cascade High School. Um, so kind of, you know, the school participation, getting behind us improved throughout the course of the year. Well, really, you know what, that was there from day one. I, I digress there. <laughs> that's, that, that's from day one. Uh, they were all about helping us out. The staff was there for us. Um, so the support and everything really is there. It's kind of like what I saw Rob showing up for the interview. I kind of looked around and said, man, th- this has got to, we've got to, we have to win here. Um, the support's there. The kids love the game. Um, you know, now it's just getting involved in the process and to, and to get moving. And it's going to improve in 2017, and it'll continue to improve. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. This is Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth Mentoring serves the children of Hendricks County. Impact Youth provides academic and social development in our mentees as well as leadership development in our mentors. If you are interested in becoming a mentor or know a child who could use a mentor, learn more by searching Impact Youth Mentoring on Facebook or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. A podcast of Central Indiana Today is now available on SoundCloud or iTunes. Made possible by Figment 2 McDonald's. Figment 2 McDonald's has locations in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of WYRZ 98.9 and Community Radio. Getting our guest, uh, Steve Spinks. Uh, I'm Rob Kendall, talking a little bit about the 2017 Cascade Cadets football team previewing 2017 season. Let's talk about some kids on both sides of the ball that you uh, that are coming back this year that you expect to be uh, be big time performers, and you expect uh, our listeners can expect to hear their names called uh, on the Friday night broadcast. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I think everything starts up front uh, when you talk about football. Uh, you got to talk about line play um, and our our, our Kind of our bell cow there on the uh, offensive and defensive line is Cameron Genser. Um, you know, big kid, strong kid, 6'2", 250. Um, Going to play both sides, will not leave the field at all on, on either side of the line. Uh, really, really tough kid. Good, you know, good feed. He does a good job moving forward, strikes with his hands really well. Again, that, now that's not a name you're going to hear as far as him blocking on offense. You know, people might say hole opened up by Cameron Genser. Defensively, um, you know, he had some tackles for loss last year. He had some sacks. I expect him to have a lot more this year. Um, another uh, lineman, well, we'll start, I guess, with the offensive line is David Turner. Uh, he is a senior uh, returning starter for us. He'll also start outside linebacker. That's kind of – those are two guys that we are going to lean on heavily um, up front. So, I, like as I said, I mean, everything kind of starts up front on both sides of the football. Those two are, are two that we're going to lean on. Um as far as backs, uh, I expect Connor Horning. Uh, he'll be a running back, fullback, uh, 
combo along with inside linebacker. He's a junior. Uh, we'll lean on him greatly. Cole Edwards is another one. Uh, he'll get, he'll carry the football. He's also <laughs> dude's our backup quarterback as well. He's kind of a jack of all trades, and he's only going to be a sophomore. We started four freshmen at different times last year, so uh, we got some uh, some pups that are going to turn into dogs this year uh, a little bit. You know, getting older and getting stronger. Um, uh, again, staying on. We will start again. I'll start on offense. Uh, Jason Mantooth is going to be a sophomore this year. Uh, kid runs a four five forty. He really got some breakaway speed. We lost a big time speed back last year in losing Tanner Fox. Uh, so we hope that Jason's going to step in and kind of continue that role. You know, every team need you got to have a home run guy. You got to have a guy that can turn a twelve yard run into a sixty seven yard run. You know what I mean? And Jason's going to be our guy there. Uh, I believe. Um, also, another sophomore that's going to play big for us is AJ Sanders. Uh, at defensive back, uh, cornerback will be, he is an excellent cornerback. He's also going to get time at X receiver. Um, another senior that'll be an X. It'll be on both sides of the ball. Chase Western. Uh, he'll do a good job for us on both sides of the football. And we also had, uh, Noah Morey, who was uh, all County last year. I'll kind of save him for last. He, he almost did not play football. Um, he, he's a big time baseball player. Wanted to really focus on that. Uh, as we started getting through the summer, he approached me after weights one day and, and said, Coach, you know, I think I've made a mistake. I, I want to play football. And obviously, <laughs> obviously, as, as, you know, thought we were losing an all-county guy. And I said, oh, okay, well, you know, <laughs> de- definitely come on out, man. It's not a problem. So uh, Noah was tied for the state lead in interceptions last year uh, with eight picks. So uh, he's coming back out. Um, we'll have him obviously on the defensive side of the ball as well. Um, and he will be a senior as well. So we're, uh, we've got some seniors that are going to make some noise. Cheney Donovan is going to be our starting tight end, uh, play different spots on defense. Um, and, you know, at, at the quarterback position, we have a young man. His name's Dylan Cotcamp. Uh, he is a sophomore um, that is going to be – he's expected to take over huge shoes. I mean, Chase, Chase Edwards was our uh, – kind of our guy. I mean, he punted the football – uh, played cornerback, played quarterback, uh, did a lot for us, and they're going to be big shoes to fill. And Dylan is going to try to take that on there at the quarterback position. All right, so, Coach, you mentioned this, and I want you to go into a little bit of detail because, you know, when we get up and we cover Avon and Plainfield and, and Hamilton Southeastern, some of our bigger schools, you've got guys that are specific, I'm this, I'm a quarterback, I'm a running back, I'm a defensive back, whatever. At the lower level, the 2A schools, if you've got an athlete, you can pretty much make that kid whatever you want, right? Well, within reason, I, I could I could say that, you know, I, I – I played at Ben Davis. I, I've coached at Whiteland. You know, 6A and 5A is kind of what, I, what I've seen and what I know. The game moves a little bit slower in some spots. But, I mean, they, you still have guys that, that, you know, you look at a kid and say, man, that there's a tailor-made three technique. You know what I mean? When you look at Cameron Gentry, you say, that kid's a three technique. So, I mean, within reason. Now, again, if you've got a kid, we've got a lot of kids that are in a similar pool of speed. Um, could you make any one of them a running back? Mm, I'm a believer that if you coach a kid properly, you can get a kid to play many positions. But I would, I, you know what I mean? I wouldn't just say anywhere or anybody. But yeah, I would think at that lower level of football, it is a little more uh, doable. All right, so let's talk about week number one. You guys are going to take on the Danville Warriors, a county county matchup. I love these county county matchups. Uh, what say you? Oh, I'm all about them. Absolutely. We, uh, 
We are excited as could be to go over and play Danville. I know, well, <laughs> we're excited for the challenge. Uh, Danville is obviously a program on the rise. They've, um, you know, they, they won a lot of games last year, beat Chittard, made, made a nice run there in the tournament, which is, which is what I believe in. Um, they, they're going to be an extremely, extremely tall test. Uh, but we are excited. I'm, I'm, I'm huge on county-county matchups. I th- I'm with you. I think that's a great thing. Uh, you know, nice short drive for each school, you know, kind of pack the place out and get it loud. And, um, you know, it, it's going to be a great challenge. Our kids are also excited to play on field turf. Uh, a lot of them have never played a, played a game on field turf. So they're pumped to go over and do that as well. But, um, yeah, tall, tall order, but an exciting matchup. All right, uh, Coach, what do you guys – what does Danville bring to the table very high level? I'm sure you're starting to get into some film on them. What do you see? Uh, speed, explosiveness. They've got some strength. Um, they're deep, fairly deep across the board. Um, it's a spread – they play spread, you know, spread offense, and they, 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 they attack defenses very well. Uh, you know, they make their reads, go after them. Again, you know, not a ton of weaknesses. It's, it's, a, it's a team that is not really full of a bunch of weaknesses. Now, again, I don't have the roster, and I haven't seen anything for, for what they lost last year. Uh, these are just some things that I know, um, you know, kind of just going off speaking with people and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, we you know, we get our first official film from their scrimmage and stuff after that. Uh, after the scrimmage and whatnot. But I, I can tell you this, I already know that they're going to be fast. They'll have some good size. Uh, and they're offensively, they will be they will be moving. They, they play the spread and they play it very well. All right. Uh, the, these final really couple weeks here that you have to, to get ready, two and a half weeks now basically to, to go, yeah. what are some of the things you're going to do in order to get ready to kick the ball on uh, Friday night the 18th? Uh, well, I mean, one of the big things that we have to do, our special teams coordinator is Brian Burleson. Um, he's going to have a good amount of special teams time. We've got some things installed now. But then, you know, the last two and a half, three weeks here is really where you get the rest of that installed. So we'll focus on that quite a bit. A lot of our base uh, our base philosophies and whatnot, everything like that is installed offensively and defensively already. Um, another thing you focus on a little bit is conditioning. Uh, week one is probably going to be about 92 degrees. Uh, and a lot of a lot of our kids are going to be playing both ways, so they have to be in shape. Um, and outside of that, once you know, with a, with a spread team, you can usually draw up cards defensively. That's what you want to focus on uh, in the last three weeks leading up to try to get to try to get yourself ready uh, to play a team that's as good as Danville. Um, so, so you know, again, conditioning, uh, finishing, installing special teams, kind of extend a little bit on offense and defense. Our offense coordinator Dan Engel will. Uh, continue to kind of tinker and put things in and, and help our running game out. Um, but again, just kind of, you know, last minute tune-ups and, adjust- and adjustments trying to get ready to roll. Well, Coach, we're very excited about this season. Really looking forward to covering all of the Cascade Cadet football games this year on Audio Sports Online. And uh, we're certainly excited about the Steve Spinks Show every Monday right here on Audio Sports Online as well. Hey, I'm fired up too. I can't wait to work with you, Rob. And I'm like I said, I'm just looking forward to it. Uh, unfortunately, these next uh, few, the next couple of weeks are going to go extremely slowly. So, uh, you know, because I'm all fired up, usually I get excited <laughs> about something that takes doggone forever. But uh, it'll be here before we know it, and uh, I'm, I'm ready to get it rolling. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. 
tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. Phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Walk-ins are always welcome at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group.